0: Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast. This is episode
1: 13. Hi! Hi. Welcome to Big Girl Pants Podcast, where we're here to talk about women, health, power, and
0: wealth. Hosted by April Melton. And Kimberly Shapiro. We are real women with real jobs doing real life. We as women know what it feels like to try to be super mom, super fit, wrinkle-free,
1: all the while climbing the corporate ladder. Sounds familiar? Then this show is for you. So stay tuned. This is episode 13, Big Girl Pants Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, April. Welcome back, Kimberly. Thanks. Um, so here's the thing we have really no agenda today. Oh my gosh. Does that like stress you out? It's. I mean, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I don't even know what to do. <laughs> You're like, yes, I'm having I'm a really stressed. hard <laughs> time handling this. But
0: <laughs> we're just gonna roll
1: with it. We're just gonna roll with it. We, you know, we always walk into these things with like a pretty tight agenda, and I, you know, sometimes a guest, and of course that's easy because we want to talk about them, and we got nothing today. But there's so many things. The reason I decided to do this, April was looking at me like, what, what, what you doing? Why are you hitting record? (laughs) But it's because we have these great conversations when the mics are off. We really do. And I thought, why not capture that? And we mesh so well together. I mean, we think we do. I mean, we really do.
0: Like, we don't even think about it. Do
1: other people think we do? I don't know.
0: Everybody, I mean,
1: all the feedback that I've gotten thus far about our podcast is everybody likes our dynamic. I think Um, so, too. You know what is so funny? Um, For those of you out there who have not heard our car conversations, which is the videos that we do that are typically on LinkedIn, I think Facebook as well. um, We put those on Facebook, don't we? Yeah, and Um, Instagram. Oh, that's right, and Instagram. Those are really like our, because we're both in staffing, we both help people get jobs, and so we, we decided to put these little videos together that are around career topics, so you know, like. I don't even remember like how to get the job, how to get the offer, or, you know, how um, to resign. Yeah, stuff like that. And what's so funny, all the time people tell me, "Oh, I saw your podcast on LinkedIn." And I'm like, I
0: know. We but, really but, need to get a
1: camera so we can But you really get didn't. We
0: need to get a camera so we can get on YouTube because we b- do. I feel like there's a, like a 50/50 like I, I even think uh Joe Rogan, I'm not even sure what his subscri- subscriber or his subscription level is on YouTube, but yeah. I know it's it's like 50-50, like half of his people listen. Oh I really, listen, I personally listen from the app because I don't have time to sit around and watch YouTube. But true, I know Brad, like your husband, watches he does
1: the, he does YouTube and he just does both. Well, that's true. Yeah. But just last night, we were having dinner with an old coworker, and she was like, "I just don't have like the capacity to sit and listen to just audio. I would rather and watch. I would you. rather watch you. Yeah. So, and I know she's not alone. My mom has said that before. Like, I know there's a lot of people who don't really have. Um, They just don't have the attention span, really, to just listen. Right. They they would rather watch something. You know what that means? We're going to have to start, like, getting ready. (laughs) Do we, though? Do Do we, we I don't know that we really
0: do. I would at least put makeup on, I guess. Maybe I wouldn't do my hair. I don't know. I mean, I always have a little bit of makeup, (laughs) but...
1: So um, here's what I I thought we could do. I'm going to roll through some news stories. Okay. And I thought, well, we could just kind of pick these, um, unless you can come up with something else that you want to talk about specifically that's bothering you or on your minds or whatever. um, We can always go that direction too. Um, Or we can just take some hot topics of the day. Okay. What do you want to do?
0: You tell me. Let's go with your news story first, and then if it rolls into organic conversation, we'll do that.
1: Fair. And I'm sitting here scrolling. Let's see. We've got fashion designer 23 who was sexually assaulted by seatmate on a Delta flight. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> <how> <laughs> I was being facetious. I don't actually think that's cool. Like, I don't even know. How does that happen? I mean, how do you... Was she asleep? Well, I haven't read the article. I'm just reading the headline. Um, I'll just read the whole headline. Fashion designer 23 was sexually assaulted by seatmate on a Delta flight suing the airline for continuing to serve alcohol to the obviously oh. inebriated passenger and ultimately letting him walk free. Oh. So I'm just going to say her name is Delaney Lou, L-U-H. I'm not really sure how to say that, okay. I'm, if that's right or not. Let me just say this, and this is nothing against um, Delaney at all all, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um like I can only imagine what that was like. Yeah. Um and here's the thing, how old is she? Cuz she what if she's super young too? 23. Like, she
0: just Oh, said you it. said that. 23. Or
1: I I said yeah, that. You said yeah. So if a guy touches me on an airplane, I'm clocking him with my <laughs> elbow <laughs> in the nose yeah, something. looking for blood something's happening <laughs> i mean i'm
0: not but h- then again I, I don't know i've been in that situation i haven't been in that situation before i've never been on a plane or assaulted on a plane but like i get extreme social anxiety when someone gets inappropriate with me to oh. where i don't feel like i have the power to hit someone
1: okay like everybody reacts differently right yeah that's the thing it's so like it's so easy too to sit back and and i'm not th- and that sounds terrible i'm not like Casting blame like no. it's definitely not her fault no. at all. She shouldn't even be put into a position in on an airplane where she should have to defend herself. That's yeah. just crazy. Yeah. But I can just I'm just saying, speaking for myself, that yeah. I can tell you right now. Do you doubt that at all? If some man touched me on an airplane, no, I don't doubt that. At you all. know, <laughs> I would knock him in the head with my elbow, yeah, for sure. and I would really, really hope I drew blood. And or if I, I would
0: for sure make a scene. I would get the fuck up out of my seat. I would be like. This man right here next to me—he tried to put his hand down my pants. This I is inappropriate. Mean, you better move me.
1: You better do something. Take I care of this situation. Certainly would turn into an obnoxious, for sure, crazy person. Lose my mind. Yeah, I just—I <laughs> don't understand that. I mean, I've never been a victim of sexual assault. I've never been inappropriately groped. I've never—I mean, I'm trying to think. Has anyone like ever smacked me on the butt or whatever? And I—you I know—it's funny. We
0: talked about this before. Remember?
1: I don't think like at, at the office at Carl uh, yep. at the old. Do you remember place that? <laughs> do you remember <laughs>
0: what we talked about? Yes. Do you, I, m- you remember do that
1: situation? Re- your situation. Yeah. I do remember that, and I also remember my perspective. Yeah. Yes. And but I've never been in that place. Right. I've yeah. never been, and you can speak to that. We can move on. I don't care. What well, you know, I'll let you drive. Well, that. yeah. I mean,
0: I'm not going li- to leave it a mystery for people who are listening. But um, so it's we'll funny. Fill in the blanks then, and then we'll yeah go sure. from there. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was dating um, – it was my last – my previous, like, long-term relationship. We were dating for two years, and uh, we were in Austin um, for, like, a car show. Yeah. And we were standing on Congress watching all these cars drive through, and um, our backs are towards his friends who are sitting in chairs. And Brad, like, always kept his hand, like, on my butt. That was just the thing. That's just what he did. And I loved it. Like, I, I did not mind that at all. It was when his friend touched my butt, and, like, I guess it was out of a joke. He, he said something to his friends that I didn't oh, hear. Oh,
1: I do remember yeah. that story. He and we had a very different long, opinion, yes, too. Yes, we had a
0: very long, drawn-out conversation about this, and I don't, I don't think we, aggr- we, we agreed to disagree. Yeah, we agreed
1: to disagree.
0: So um, I, I guess there was a joke said, he said, well, let me see if her ass has a magnet. Like it, like I, like it's because perceived he, oh, okay. because Brad always keeps his hand on my butt, and so he touched so you. He, t- he touched me. He touched my butt, and it was right next to Brad, and I lost my mind. And I lost my mind to Brad, not to his friend, for
1: not saying something, for not doing something. Yeah, yeah. I do remember, like, I was because my so mad. perspective was like I didn't think it was a big deal, if I remember right. Yep. I mean, I'm kind of like even if I, I don't think that's a big deal, and you were like, that's stupid, like some dude. <laughs> Puts his hand on you without your, uh, you know, permission. Your man is allowing that bad behavior that's clearly making you uncomfortable. So I totally get it from that perspective. Me personally, if I'm in that situation, which we we spoke about that day, yeah. I know for sure it probably would. I know for sure, it probably. I love when I do that. <laughs> I know for sure it It's a definite maybe. It's a definite <laughs> maybe. Um, it, it wouldn't bother me. Um, if it's people that I know like if it's in a group of people that I know very well yeah and I think that's
0: the difference too is like um you know we had gone out with this person a couple of times in the past and he makes some he made some inappropriate comments towards me too so it was still I was still a little on edge I wasn't completely comfortable around this person had it have been like Brad's cousin that I knew for five years or something it would have been different but this guy this particular guy like Mm.
1: I think it was an issue plus I just felt so disrespected well, yeah, I mean, it is odd, yeah. you know, when, you're, when your dude is standing right there. And literally he's like, right next to me, and like he's literally like, touching my side. Right, and he's not saying, "Uh, yeah, no, not." Th- it's not that you wanted him to take him down. And no, like, brawl. I just wanted him to turn around and be like, hey, dude, no. Like, don't do that. Not cool. Not cool. Yeah, that's it. No, I get it. Like, I totally understand where you're coming from. I think where I disagree is just my personal reaction to how I would have handled it or, or how it would have made me feel, rather, right. yeah. is...
0: We just, yeah, we would
1: not have felt the same way in that situation, but I do agree that it's a little annoying that Brad didn't say, dude, that's not cool. For sure. Yeah. We had a knockdown drag out fight for like six months. No. (laughs) It was like an (laughs) ongoing fight. And that was the beginning of the end. It was
0: (laughs) (laughs) the beginning of the demise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny. So we can segue um, into a new topic, actually, I'd love to talk about you and Brad now and your amazing relationship with him. I think it's so, so cool. So we've talked about this before, but for everybody out there, um, April is divorced and um, went through kind of a, you know. Well, that's not
0: Brad. That's Brian. Brian. Yeah, Sorry, my Brian. my ex-husband.
1: Oh, that's right. Brad was. Um, Boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I was thinking, well, I want to talk about Brian, so yeah, I'm great. Totally segueing in. I'm, um, I'm I love – April has a very, very healthy relationship with her ex-husband and her daughter's daddy. Yeah. So cool. In fact, their last um, get-together, the one I'm I'm aware of anyway, it was Chloe's birthday, and they went to Great Wolf Lodge Mm -hmm. in Dallas. Yep. um, And they actually stayed in the same room. Yeah, we slept in the same bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like with our kid. And it wasn't like (laughs) – no, it wasn't awkward, it wasn't weird,
0: it was very, um, it was very uh, comfortable, yeah. if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I just love that you guys can get along, I love that you guys spend time together with Chloe, because yeah. you hear so many really unhealthy situations with kids, and what drives me nuts about those is it's the kid that's in the middle, and these adult um, parents, obviously, <laughs> um, th- it's well, like... adult. I'm using in, uh, in air quotes, right? Air quotes. It's it's a sh- in my opinion, it's a sign of your emotional intelligence when you don't have the capacity to act like an adult in front of your children, right? If you and, and I get guys, you know, I'm this is me sitting in my safe little house with my husband of twenty years, and we've got a great but relationship. Also,
0: you also ha- co-parented and you had kids with a previous from a previous marriage. I, but when I you did, got married.
1: but what I'm what I'm re- referring to is that I didn't have. Like there wasn't like infidelity and there wasn't, you know, some situations that are very, very sensitive and hard to see that other person. And so you hate them so much um, that you just can't be in the same room with them. And I I, I do empathize with those situations, but I also think that for the sake of the children – Get your stuff together yeah. and hold it together yeah. long enough um, to have the pass-off or, or have the birthday party or have whatever it is. You know, if you're in the same, you know, watching your kids at their soccer game or at the, you know, the play that they're in or whatever. Or their birthday party Get it, Get it together yeah. long enough so, or hold it together long enough for the sake of your children. There's so many people that put their own emotions before the good of their kid, and it drives me Baddie just drives me nuts. Here's an example. Years ago, and I hope my ex-husband does not, you know, like drive up here and smack me one because <laughs> I'm sharing this story. Um, I really hope he doesn't get mad. But it's just it's a great um, example of where I could have lost my, you know, lost my shit, and then I decided to keep it together because yeah. I knew the outcome with the kids was was just not going to be good. And I don't know if I've told you the story. I'm pretty sure I have. So back when I think Taylor was. Twelve and Kylie would have been nine. They could have been younger than that. I don't remember. They went to Iowa to visit their dad. Mm-hmm. The kids loved going oh, to see their dad. Story. Loved going <laughs> to see their dad. They loved going to Iowa. They loved going to see their grandparents. They always had such a fantastic time because they do things up there that we don't do here. Yeah, like camping. Um, camping. <laughs> We're getting to the camping. Yeah. But <laughs> But they, they love camping. They right. loved you know, going to the lake. They loved doing all those outdoors I mean, kids love things. that stuff. Right. And Ryan's a very sports guy, so they're always like um, – you're Or you can outdoorsy tell, guy. But you can tell just by the way I said that, I'm not a – You're sp- like, I don't sport. I, don't I do not sport. I, don't sport. I
0: don't sport. I don't sport. I don't sport either. I
1: don't sport. Which is so
0: nice. Yeah. Which is so
1: funny because I used to play football, but whatever. It's yeah, neither here no, nor there. I don't do any of that stuff. But they do, and the kids loved it so, so much. Well, anyway, they go up there, and this particular time – Ryan, I didn't want to say his name, shoot. My ex-husband...
0: It's so funny because your new husband is Brad, my ex-boyfriend is Brad, my
1: ex-husband is Brian, and your ex-husband is Ryan. It is so funny. I know. So him and his wife and their children um, had got this brand new house that they were living in, which was really cool. It was so much fun because the kids were going to have, for the first time, their own bedroom. Um, And I remember um, my ex-mother-in-law, Debbie... Like putting a room together for them, where they had their own little bedspreads and their own little twin beds, and it was just fun. Like yeah. it was just a really good experience because they never that really makes had you that.
0: Feel so much better about them going up there when they yeah. have like their own space. Yeah.
1: Now I will say I never worried about the safety of my kids. Like even if um, the the living conditions sometimes. Um, were maybe not up to what I thought were um, your standards. My standard. Right. I never worried about their safety. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times they'd spend time with Debbie too, and Debbie is like, I mean, her home is so homey. That's and comfortable. Your ex's mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Your yeah. ex mother-in-law. Yes, and she's like. I mean, she just always has the most welcoming, warm home, and I know the kids spent a lot of time there, too, but regardless, so they love going up there, and this one particular time, and we were so excited because he had his own house, and they were going to have their own room, and it was just a different experience for them this time. Well, Kylie was a singer um, back when she was in um, theater. She was a theater kid, but at church, the church had, while she was gone, had asked if she could sing on stage and they were gonna she wasn't here so they wanted me to send her the CD so she could practice it before she got back okay so Kylie's on the phone I'm like hey Kylie can you ask your dad what the new address is so that I can send you the CD so you can practice the song and she goes um well yeah uh hold on oh god and then she leaves okay and then (laughs) she you know she comes back after you know a period of silence and she comes back and she says so address i'm like well just walk outside and give me the like what's the numbers on the house tell me like the street sign what's going on just give it to me just go find it and you know she's sixth grade it's not like she's five right so i'm like just go get it for me go ask your dad well i'm but i'll do my and she's just tripping over her words and she will not give to me i'm like kylie that's it tell me what is going on tell me what's going on right now yeah and she's like well we're actually camping right now we're not even at we're not home we're camping okay Okay, okay, that's cool, man. No, no problem. Okay, when are you guys going to be back to the house? Can you still get me <laughs> the address because I want to send the CD? Maybe you should send it to Grandma's. Kylie, why would I send it to Grandma's when your dad has a house and you guys are going to be back there when you're done camping?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I'm not sure we're going to be done camping. <laughs> this is where this. You're like, <laughs> can you just spit it out, please? You know, and now <laughs> I'm starting to put two and two together, and, and I'm like, Kylie, like, what is going? What on? is happening? And she's like, well. So we're actually living at the campground. And I'm like, what do you mean you're living at the campground, Kylie? And she's like, well, you know, I I don't know why, but I just know that our stuff is all here and (laughs) we're not (laughs) going back to the house. She's like, it's really fun, Mom. We're just spending all this time in nature and fresh air. Well, okay, so that's the thing. Both of the girls. So, of course, the next thing is get Taylor on the phone right now, right? So, Taylor gets on the phone, and I'm like, what is going on? What is the real deal here? Taylor being your oldest daughter, who right. is how much older than Kylie? Well, she's four years older than Kylie, or t- no, she's two years older than Kylie, but they were four grades different. Wow, four grades different? Yeah, Kylie um, repeated and Taylor started early. Wow. So, there's four grades different. massive. It's so funny. So, anyway, Taylor gets on the phone, and she's trying to. You know, she's always been very rational, always. And so she's trying to talk me through what's going on. And my, at the end of all of that, my take on the whole thing is my kids are homeless hobos. For like, sure. Like, that's, okay, they're homeless. What? Like they're m- living in a campground. My
0: first thing is where are they showering? Are they brushing their teeth? Exactly. Like what are they eating? Like exactly. what's happening?
1: Exactly. That's all those parental And like you said
0: before, you were never concerned about the safety of them, but then you're like, Oh my god, they're camping. Well, but I
1: was then. Yeah. When, when I found out they were living in a well, campground, well you trusted him
0: enough to know that he would take care of your kids. Oh, for but sure. then again, it's like okay, they're for camping sure. for three months, like what's going on?
1: Well, because I knew like, well, where are they when they're working and where are they when, like, are they all, is there somebody always watching them? Like, what's the situation here really freaked me out. And I think more than anything, just the fact that I didn't know what was happening and I didn't know where my kids were. And then when I found out they were living in a campground, I just really had a hard time with it. Well, anyway, so my, my gut told me, get in your car, get up there, get your kids and get them home. Right now, like now. Okay, and then what happened? But my head told me... And your husband, right? No, this was really... um, Just you? Yeah, because Brad, my mom, everybody was like, get him home. Okay. Get him home. Okay. And I had to step back and think, okay, but what is really going to happen here? Yeah. What's really going to happen? They don't want to come home. They're having the time of their life. Like they are having so much fun. They come home and they go back to normal life with mom, which is not so much fun. Right. But up there, they're having a great time. They're swimming. You know, they're showering in the like the lake. No, no, Ah! no. The showers at the you know know. the it's it's an campground. Yeah, the campground showers. Like (laughs) this is fun, right? I'm gonna go up there, and I will literally be. Pull- Ryan doesn't want him to leave. He loves his kids. He's having the time of his life too, <laughs> oh right? So this is gonna be like me pulling them on one end, him pulling them on the other, and technically it's his time, right? Right? So it would become this battle of the parents, and for what? Right. For what? Yeah. What? What would I really be accomplishing it's for yourself? It's not. And for so them. I had to step back and say, all right. So maybe they are a little bit homeless right now. But they don't really know that. Nor if, do they care. Nor do they care. And they're having a good time. So I need to just chill my you-know-what, mm-hmm. take a step back, and just let it ride. It's going to be fine. And it was. You know, and it's not like they, they weren't scarred. They didn't come home no. crying and like, oh, my God, it was awful. It was just horrible. It wasn't. In fact, they've got some really funny stories from that time. Yeah. Um, where You know, all of them. that Ryan... Made the best out of it. Like, they would make campfires every night and, you know, hang out and tell stories. And just marshmallows. I mean, they made the best of it, and the kids had the best time. Yeah. So had I gone up there and ripped them away from him, I would have, number one, been the bad guy. Number two, created a whole lot of drama where no drama needed to be, you know, had. So it's just lessons learned, and it's just you, you have to sometimes step back and think, is what's the best thing for them? Not me. Yeah. Not me. What's going to make me feel comfortable right now is not the situation. The situation is what's going to make them okay. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they were safe. They were okay. Yeah. Ryan would never let anything happen to those kids. So I had to just kind of step back. Yeah. And there's multiple stories like that.
0: Of course. There always is, right? Yeah. I think the biggest thing, too, for co-parenting is, like, Well, I can't speak for everybody, but with me and Brian, um, it's just like we had to get over our own... Like head trash about each other and about our marriage and our relationship to be the best parents for Chloe. That's right. That's the key though. Yeah, in right there. I, and we really did like I don't know I really don't know how we got here but we are in such an amazing place and like after I broke up with my last boyfriend he kind of like hinted around the fact that he wanted to talk about like us and maybe getting back together but right. we actually just had like a pretty good healthy relationship about that too where he was like yeah he's like you know I'm he's like maybe that kind of came from the wrong place. He's like I don't really think I'm I'm there. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God, because I'm not there. I'm totally not there. (laughs) But it was like, I mean, everything like, um, like we joke with each other. He has a pretty good sense of humor. um, And like we call each other like mom and dad because like we're Chloe's mom and Chloe's dad. And like, uh, yeah, we went to Great Wolf Lodge for her birthday party. And it was like we threw a joint birthday party at the skating rink first in that day. And then Took her to lunch afterwards and then took her to Great Wolf Lodge. Yeah. And then, like, I fell asleep in the same bed as my ex-husband and Chloe. We all slept in the same bed. And I just woke up early and left and said bye or whatever. But it was, like, all of those things. Like, I, every time she has a swim lesson, I take her to her grandparents' house first. They come with me, which is those Brian's parents'. Um, we have a really great co-parenting relationship. And if he and I weren't mature enough to do that, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been possible. And I am just so grateful for that Well, and you've learned
1: to like each other. I mean, yeah. it, it's hard to like each other after a divorce because there's so much pain and hurt and just so many memories. And sometimes it's easier to dislike that person than to like them because when you like them, it brings back a light, kind of f- opens the floodgates. Yeah. And then you're like, it just it's just emotional, so sometimes it's just easier to put a wall up and act like you hate them. For sure. So it takes a, a great amount of maturity um, and a great amount of emotional intelligence to say, you know what, I like you, and for the sake of my kid, I'm going to like you. Oh, for I'm sure, keep
0: and that's you. what I tell Chloe too all the time. If it, and like that's another thing too is you can never say anything negative about their other parent because right. your child yes. is that parent. Like you your child is not that parent. You that's know, my dad. That's who made half of me. That's right. You're my mom. You made half of me. So it's like, you know, I all oh, I want to love both. I would never tear my child like, and I I would never say anything negative about him. She's like, I love my dad. I miss my dad. Right. I'm like, I love you. Like your dad's so great. You're so lucky.
1: You yep. have such a great dad. I'm glad you bring that up because that is a that is a huge problem in in divorced families. I mean, divorces. What what's the percent? It's over fifty percent. It's fifty five percent right now. It's almost t- sixty. It's insanely yeah. high, and so. And the majority of those marriages do have children, people have gotta find a way to get along and at the end of the day, and it's for a short period of time, right? You don't we're not asking you to live together until the kids are out of school. We're just right. saying get along when you're, you know, in front of each other. But the bigger thing is when you're not with each other and you're with your child don't say anything negative about the other parent. Don't. Because...
0: Just don't. Just refrain. Right. I mean,
1: you're hurting the kid. Yes.
0: You're not hurting yourself, nor right. are you hurting your
1: ex-partner. You're hurting your children. Yeah, and people forget, too, that you know the child is identifying half of themselves through their parent. Yeah. And so the things that you say, especially when you say negative things about your ex, and then you turn on your kid and say you're just like your father or you're just like your mother, oh, my goodness imagine what that does to them Do you, and, and don't think that doesn't stay with that child for the rest of their life right right mm-hmm. and now my mom doesn't like me because I'm like my dad or my dad doesn't like me because I'm wh- you know because I'm like my mom and and you're not even saying you don't like them but you just said you don't like the dad and now you're saying you're just like your dad or, yeah so
0: or like when you say you know oh you're i don't i don't like when your father does x y and z and then you look at your kid and you're like you look just like your father yeah and then
1: you're like oh so you have to be so careful with that Very stuff. Careful. Kids just don't. I mean, I know they're resilient. I get it. But those things They're stay. not that resilient, though, when it comes they to that s- stuff. That because that's sticks. their core. It that's sticks. their
0: That's their foundation.
1: Their yeah. parents are
0: their foundation. And, you know, whether they like it or not, those parents are going to be their parents forever. That's so true.
1: And I think, too, like how with with Brad and Ryan and I, I think the reason. It's <laughs> so funny. It is. Like Brad so and Ryan. Funny. I'm like, Brad and Brian. But the reason it works so well is because for two reasons. Uh Ryan always had a ver a great deal of respect for Brad. He would always be so complimentary, you know, like thank you, Brad, so much for doing such a great job with the kids. And you know, to this day, Brad will stand up for Ryan. Not not that he needs to. I don't want to paint a picture that we bash Ryan. We don't. Right, yeah. But if something is ever said, um, you know, in, in any capacity, Brad is the first one to say, That's a good dude. Like that guy's a good dude. And he's it's not even he's that he's yeah. It's yeah, right. <laughs> and it's not even that there's anything um negative being said about Ryan. It's yeah. just something just comes up about Ryan right. um generally speaking. And Brad will be, Oh, he's a good dude, that's a good dude, that's a man's man, you know. So he always says great things about him and Ryan does the same thing to Brad. That's so awesome. they've always had this great deal of respect for one another, which I think is huge. Yeah, that is huge. And so, of course, the kids grew up watching that as well. Especially
0: because you never know what could potentially be said behind yeah. like y'all's backs, like For you real. and Brad. And then, especially when your kids are over at Ryan's house, like yeah, you know, because I don't, I don't know that anything was ever negatively said, but I'm, f- I'm sure that there were comments made yeah about Brad and his daughter, um, with. Chloe's dad, so it's like, I can't really do
1: anything about I that, know, right? you know, so it's like, <laughs> it's a challenge to you, and especially with things like, you know, y- you're trying to create um, a safe environment for your kids, and by that I mean like, uh, you know, managing the music they listen to, and the movies that they watch, and the language that they're exposed to, and things like that, and, you know, maybe you don't drink in front of your kids, maybe you don't smoke in front of your kids, and then they go, or you don't smoke at all in your home, and then they go, to visit, you know, the ex, and they are smokers, or they are drinkers, they do cuss, or they do watch bad movies, and you know, you only have so much control in your yeah. own home, and th- you know, there's two ways to look at that. You can become a crazy, loony person and constantly fight with the other person to get what you want, or you can just, and this is what we decided to do, is like, my home is my home, and your home is your home, yeah. and we have my rules in my house, and you have your rules in your house, and. You know, the kids just have to understand that they're different. And And just be pragmatic about it. And I'm not saying that's the right way, because I know that's not the ideal way. The ideal is for everybody to get on the same page, right? And there's a point here. The ideal way is for everybody to to talk and communicate and say, this is what we're going to do in both homes. It's going to be... The same rules in both places. That's the ideal situation. Right. But what I'm saying is when you don't have an ideal situation, instead of fighting and pulling and making it such a negative experience for everybody, sometimes it's better to just concede and say, well, okay, fine. These are the rules in our house. These are the expectations. And I can just only hope and pray that when you go to your dad's house or your mom's house or wherever you're going – that you would abide by these rules as well. I'm not there to control that. Yeah. I'm just, you know, these are the rules in our home. Plus so when you like when you p- 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 it's the it's the fighting and like cuz you can't control that person. You have no control over exactly. your ex your ex-pers- ex-person, exactly. your ex-spouse. But when
0: you give your kids the power of making those decisions themselves, n- yeah. number one, like my stepmom always told me, she's like, I've always talked to my kids as they were little adults cuz mm-hmm. what they are. One mm-hmm. day they will be an adult, right? Yeah. And when you are pragmatic about that situation and you're not like, oh, you know, I just can't believe it. I just I can't believe they live like that or, or that's so ridiculous or whatever. You just say, hey, that's that's what they do at that's their house.
1: Those are their rules. This These is what we do at ours. our house. Yeah. yeah.
0: And that's, that's that's one thing that I've had to kind and of And you've like got a
1: choice to make for like, sure. I mean, that's the thing you put. You can tell that the child, especially older children, like you've got a choice to make. You know, th- this is the way that we choose to conduct our lives and to live our lives. That's the way that they choose to live there. Even when
0: they're younger, too, because, you know, at my house, Chloe, everything is very routine, schedule, planned, categorized, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of order at my house for Chloe. But then when she goes to her dad's house, it's like, you know, we get to watch TV whenever we want. We get to have ice cream whenever we want. We get to basically – it's a (laughs) free-for-all. We get to just do whatever, you know, sleep in, don't take a nap, whatever. The case may be. And I'm like – that's okay. Yeah. That's, that's your dad's house. And
1: I think, too, people think, parents think that, you know, by not having that control, somehow there's going to be some long-term damage, yeah. damage to their kid. I can tell you right now. We, my, my house was always way more strict than it ever was at Ryan's house, ever. Sure, for sure, You know, they were allowed to, you know, make different food choices, and they were allowed to stay up later, and they were allowed to be a little more um, crazy and, you know, whatever. A lot more fun there than they were all yeah. at home. But, you know, the kids have, and the kids always wanted to go, and they always had a great time, and they probably didn't want to go home when it was trying to come home because I always had to retrain them. But my point is the kids have all said, both of them have said to me in their adult, you know, years that, hey, thanks for being harder on us structure. we really appreciate it and i think they learned um they learned from both of us right they learned some great things from both of us but i taught them the structure i taught them how to be a parent i taught them how to be you know um how to have
0: order and how routine to have, yes yeah. I,
1: i'm the one that that instilled that in them he thankfully was the one that taught them to be a little bit carefree and, and fun and fun yeah, they Sporadic. learned. Yes, they learned all of that from him, and that that com- combination or that marriage of those two different um, lifestyles actually made some pretty cool people. Yeah, you know my kids. Your kids are awesome. They're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think if they would have just been exposed to just Brad and I and not Ryan's side, yeah, they probably wouldn't be as much fun. Or we're as frankly, diverse, we're or just not as much fun. Right. <laughs>
0: We're just really boring. Well, I think the difference too is like I had very much like a fun childhood with like my mom and my dad was totally fun, Um, and I craved more structure. I always wanted to go to my friends' houses where they had a mom and a dad and. Like they had a bedtime, right? And like the, you know, dinner was served at like this time every night. Like right. I wanted that, so and that was our house. Right? I have to do that for my kid because I know that I crave that. But yeah. then when she gets to go to her dad's, like I, there's nothing I can do, man. If they have nope. ice cream at 10:30 in the morning, there's nothing I can do. Nope. not that they always do, not that they don't eat well, but like.
1: But that's my point. Is it worth you no. yelling at him? No. No, <laughs> it's not. And you know how, how you know it. how
0: how hashtag blessed I am that my daughter gets to go with her dad for an entire week, and I get to have a week off of parenting. Right? I'm so I'm like, oh my god, you're picking her up. Oh my god, I'm so grateful. I
1: mean, that's thank a, you. If there is a silver lining into force, dude. <laughs> seriously, I remember. Oh my gosh, I Brad and I still joke that that's the reason that we were able to stay married as a. Combined family. I mean, he didn't bring kids to the family, but I did. Right. And every summer, we got this sort of reconnection period. You get like a yeah. It was like
0: a little honeymoon every single summer. And it's funny because I I was speaking to someone the other speaking. I was talking to somebody the other day about it, and I was like, you know, I, I get a week to myself. Like, yeah, and I get to go and be myself and. This person was like, well, you need to figure out a way to, like, take a break, you know, without having, you know, your kid to be gone or whatever. And I'm like, okay, wait, what? first of all, whatever, dude. <laughs> well,
1: that, was that oh, a guy that said that? Yes, of course <laughs> that guy. I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? Like, I'm a mom. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of runs my whole brain, life right now. My brain
0: runs a thousand miles a yeah. minute every minute. But it was like, um, yeah, he mentioned that or whatever. And I was like, no, because guess what? At the end of the day, I'm still April. I still get to have, like, a break yes. and some
1: time for myself. For real. But you are really good about – and here we go shifting to another topic. But Great. Um, <laughs> you are really, really good about um, making time for yourself, though. Because we are just talking about, yeah, but you're a mom. You're not going to have any time. But you do. You You make time to go to the gym. You make time to – I mean, you're always with Chloe. I mean, every time I see you, she's in, you know, you guys are filming little videos and stuff, so (laughs) you're obviously, like, with her all the time, but you still do, you're really good at balancing that, I think. At least you. from what I can see. I mean, that's the perception I'd like to get. But because I would use it as an excuse. Like, yeah. I can't go to the gym because I've got to cook dinner. I can't at go first, to the gym. I've at first,
0: I would do that. Like, I, would, I was a little bit worried about, like, what I was going to do when it came to working out or self-care or whatever. But in reality, even if I am, like, going to the gym... That's still something I have to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Does it's Chloe like go
1: to the gym too? Is there like a little daycare there? There is a daycare. So I get off work at 5
0: and how much time do we have?
1: We have, well, I mean, so we have a guest coming and we're waiting for her, Courtney Caldwell, which you guys will hear about. Um, it's uh, 3.17 and she's supposed to be here at 3.30, but you know, sometimes she comes early. So yeah, that's cool. Let's finish in like three minutes. You got okay. it. Okay.
0: So um, that's something that I really like. I I don't necessarily struggle with, but I have to make sure that I have time to turn off, right? Because I am literally on all the time. And like you talked about uh, not too long ago, how you're an introverted extrovert. Like Mm -hmm. you like being around people and you totally can. But if I don't get that time to just be myself and turn in, then I, it really stresses me out. And that's that's the struggle for me (laughs) is that like, you know, I wake up at 430 in the morning. I work out, I go to work, I take my kid to school. I leave work, I pick up my kid, I take her to the gym, I come home, I make her dinner, and then we go to bed, and then we do it all over again. And then come the weekends, I'm recording a podcast, or I'm going to the gym again, or I'm going to see my grandparents, or I'm going to go see my mom, or whatever the case may be. You're always going. It's still sucking the energy out of me. Yeah. Like, not just physical energy, but mental energy. So if I don't make time for myself to turn off and and introvert, then that's, that's what stresses me out.
1: You know, that's been, and I know we want to end pretty quickly, but that's one of the things that I have loved the most about being an empty nester. You, you don't really have that time, you know, to yourself. You're always on the go. You're always doing something. Yeah. And I remember being so afraid of being an empty nester, like my, you know, walking down the hall when my kids had their, um, you know, bedrooms still s- set up at home. And I remember when well, they were still at home and I just remember thinking forward and, and envisioning those rooms being vacant. Yeah. And how sa- it would literally make me cry just the thought of them not being there in the home, and now I'm like, yeah, no, none
0: yeah, of that, no. <laughs> none of that, get out. Yeah, no, get I, lo- I
1: love it. I love my alone time. I love coming home when Brad's at the gym, and I get home like around six thirty, and he doesn't get home till seven forty five, and I've got literally an hour to do whatever. Want. Do I want to sit and read a book? Do I want to you know binge watch something? It doesn't even matter because it's. Exactly. And it's so beautiful. And I love it. I love being all by myself. My mom will call and say, come on over. And, and you're you know, like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want to see a person. I don't want to don't don't see people. Seriously. I just want to go home. <laughs>
0: and, it's, and that's really hard. That's a really hard thing to say to people, right? We have one minute. Yeah. But it's like, um, it's really hard to say, like, no. Yes. Because I have to protect me. Well, especially
1: when people that you're are talking to are, are saying extroverts. Are extroverts. They yeah. don't even. They, like, they, what do you mean? Well, they think it's personal. Like, you don't want to be with me. No. Because they, they don't understand that I don't want to be with
0: anybody. I don't want to be with anybody. Yeah.
1: Like, I'll even text Brad and say, take your time. Wait, like, don't please, rush home these because like babe, I'm having some buy. time right now. <laughs> so, all right, well that was uh 37 and a half minutes. I love it. That can be a short episode chatting. or whatever whatever. Yeah, so we are going to um we're going to peace out right now. Um let's go ahead and do all of our like um plugs for our for sure. social media and sure. then we'll we'll peace out.
0: So, check us out on Instagram, we are Big Girl Pants Pod. Same thing on Well, similar on Twitter, Big Girl Pants P.O. number one. The number one. Yep. Uh, If you have any questions or have any topics you want us to talk about, send us an email um, on BigGirlPantsPod at gmail.com. And check out our website. We're at dot. BigGirlPantsPod.com. Yes, I've been
1: sending that out a lot. Have you? Yeah. And then we most recently have our YouTube channel, which is Big Girl Pants Podcast, and I think hopefully I soon we'll start recording videos. We of this. will. <laughs> and I think April had some trouble finding it, so email us if you can't find it. We'll send you the link. We'll, we'll put the link on our
0: uh, website too. Oh, that's a good call. So um, yeah.
1: Again, okay. Cool. www.biggirlpantspod.com. Awesome! Awesome! Thanks, Bye guys. everybody. Bye.